0: what is up with this? Number one, it's airing on a weird day. Number two, where's the intro music? Rest assured, it is me. Everything is fine. But I wanted to kind of do a non-episode episode, episode, all right? You guys know that every Saturday I do Q&As. And I've been getting a ton of questions about one thing in particular. So I just wanted to dive in and tackle it and and kind of dive deep into it. If I threw it in a Q&A episode, I feel like that would be all the episode was about or I would have to fly through it to get to other questions. So I thought, I'll make the rules here. Let's just make it a non-episode episode. But the agreement we have to have going into it is number one, if you just found this podcast and this is the first episode you're listening to, stop right now. (laughs) Like, Hit stop, go back to the show, pick another episode. Um, We air episodes on Mondays and Saturdays, typically. Saturdays are Q&A, Mondays are standard episodes, and we've got a huge six plus year backlog of episodes. So go back to those. The second thing that we've got to agree to before we get into today's non-episode episode is that if this is not your thing, that's cool. No need to like get all in a huff about it. Just just skip this one, okay? Can we Can we agree to that? Like, no, why did you air this as an episode? Why couldn't this just be handled with the people that ask questions? When I get I mean, honestly, on Saturday shows, it only takes one person to ask a question and I dive into it. But in this case, in the last two weeks, I've probably got at least 60 or 70 questions on this one topic. So no brainer for me. I thought about sending an email, but email open rates blow. Anybody in the industry knows that. I mean, if I send an email out, far less than 50% of people are going to open it. And then I thought about social media, but with reach, it's even worse, right? If I were to do a big long post on this and put it on my Instagram and my Facebook, less than like 4% of people who follow me would see it. So pff, that was dumb. But that's what brought me here to the podcast. But the two agreements were, were like looking eye to eye sort of virtually over the internet. If this is the first podcast of mine you've listened to, beep, go back, go back, go back, pick another one. And if this is not your thing, just just skip this one. Just just go to another one. Don't, don't even, you know, your time is valuable. Treat it as such. I started maybe two weeks ago or so um, sharing on, I believe, I believe, two back-to-back Saturday shows about how I'm super, super, super excited about this new drink called Edge. And I was able to get access to it before it hit the market, try it out for a month And yes, it's safe for pregnant women. It's safe for lactating women because I'm pregnant right now as I'm recording this. Um, And I'm, I was super skeptical about it and it blew my freaking socks off. And so I think two weeks in a row, I've, I've mentioned it on the podcast and then on my Instagram stories, it showed up a few times as it's just been part of my day and whatnot. And I got a lot of questions so, I want to dive into them and just have this live here for those of you who are curious and want to know more, especially especially about how it impacts motivation or drive and I'll tell you what prompted this one of my I consider her like a a a former client love like a friend that I've never met before um She's been, gosh, she's been listening to the podcast for years and we've gone back and forth uh, over email and and social media messenger and whatnot. And I just adore her. She reached out the other day and she said, just had a weird question. Not sure if this is a podcast Q&A or not. She says, so one of my many favorite podcasts slash classes that I go back to over and over is your motivation masterclass. So I got a little confused When you kept saying that this new drink edge helps with motivation, among other things. Could you clarify that statement for me? Because I never thought you could get motivation from a bottle, so to speak, or am I overthinking it? And I was like, so, 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 so glad that she asked that. A couple weeks ago, I did do a webinar, kind of diving into the science and talking about that. But I know that most of you guys weren't on the webinar, so I figured it was just best to have this information centrally located here. Not that every person who listens to this episode is going to be super interested in it, but for those that are, it's now here, all right? So if you're not interested, skip on over to the next episode. If you are interested, this is for you. So let me give you a little bit of the backstory, and then I want to talk about the science because it's such a really great question. Can something actually help us feel more motivated? And if so, how? right? And on the webinar, and we'll talk more about this, of course, but on the webinar, I was distinguishing between motivation and drive. And for me, it definitely made me feel more of that drive feeling versus how I describe motivation. But terminology could mean different things to different people. What I experience as drive, you might think of as motivation and vice versa, but we're going to break down how that works. So I explained on, I think, one of the Q&As, but definitely on the webinar, maybe both, I was level 10 skeptical about EDGE when the um, founding company started talking about it because I am, most of you who have been around here for a while know this about me, I'm a cynic when it comes to supplements. Like, I need to understand the science. I need to make sure that the science applies in the way that it's being um, delivered. Cause like one of the, one of my biggest pet peeves, and I'm not going to name any names here, but a lot of you will know what I'm talking about as soon as I say it. There's this chocolate pudding product out there that people are making crazy claims about. And what pisses me off the most is that they're pointing to science that doesn't work the way they say that it does. But because most people don't know the questions to ask, they think like, oh, okay, so since it works like that, in theory, it must work like that when you take it in supplement form as a human, but it doesn't. So that kind of stuff, my spidey senses are always on high alert when people make not any claim about a supplement. Like, look, if somebody says calcium helps you build strong bones, like my spidey senses aren't going to go crazy over that, right? But you know what I mean, I think it's probably because we've all been marketed to so much that like, and, and my educational background in, in nutrition and biochemistry, I'm generally like, eh, but really, but really? Now, here's what happens when I feel that way and I'm interested and it seems safe, right? Because sometimes I see supplement claims or product claims and I'm just not interested. Like, that's lame. It's probably garbage, but I'm not interested, so I'm just not going to, like, wrap up my energy in it. Then there's other times that I'm like, I kind of want to, like, learn if that's true or not. And if it seems like it it could be, maybe, and it's something that I want, my default is always let's see what it does for me. And I remember having this conversation not too long ago, um, I was on a webinar with some folks in my Primal Potential Masters Club. Okay. And we had recently read a book that was about, it was, it was largely about mindset. Okay. And the author talks a lot about kind of changes in the brain that can happen with visualization or meditation and different things like that. And one of the women in the group, very, very highly educated was like, I just, I struggled with some of those claims that don't really seem to be backed up with science. And my response to her was, here's what has helped me. Instead of, are there clinical studies to support that this type of visualization or this type of, you know, brain training changes X, Y, and Z. Instead of that, it's, well, what do I experience when I do it? Because the fact is, if I do the things that this author said and I feel better, and I perform better, and I'm getting better results in my life, I don't care if there's research or what the research says. And the same thing is true. There can be all the research in the world that says that this is, like, amazing for you, but if I get no benefit from it, it doesn't matter. Like, if there's all the research in the world that this thing, A, is going to lower my blood pressure, you know, within a week, but it doesn't lower my blood pressure within a week then it doesn't matter what the research says, right? My experience matters most. So in this case, getting back to edge, I was skeptical, but I was, because it's all natural, because it's, you know, sugar-free, calorie-free, all of these other things that are, that are important to me, what mattered most to me was my experience. And it just so happened that I was one in a small group of people, I think about 50 people, that got to try it for a month before it was made available to the masses. And so I thought let's just let's just see what my experience is. And my experience was very 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 positive. The kind of positive experience that I haven't had a ton of times with really anything. Maybe there are a couple of books that are like I want to tell everybody about this book. Or um, uh, like, for example, The Third Door by Alex Benayan. I thought that was an amazing book. I've told thousands of people about that book. There are very few things that I feel that way about. Sprouting, I feel that way about. When I realized that I could take broccoli seeds in my kitchen and grow sprouts in three days with just water, like I wanted to tell everybody about it. And this was one of those experiences. It was a rare positive experience that I got genuinely excited about. And Chris would come home from work and I'd be like, dude, I just started using this and da 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 And I happened to be friends with a couple of other people who got to test it out early too. And so back and forth multiple times during the day, like, this is what happened to me. This is what I felt. This is what difference I've noticed. And it was at that point that I got curious enough to dive into, to dive into the science, and that's what I want to share with you today. For those of you who have, who have asked about it, so, but let's start with what is Edge. Now, again, if you're a regular podcast listener, you probably already know because the last couple weeks on our Saturday shows, I've talked about it. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know. Um, maybe you were even on that webinar that I did a couple weeks ago. But it's a drink mix, okay. Now, I'm a big water drinker. I used to be a huge Diet Coke junkie. Back in my 350-pound days, even as I was losing weight, Diet Coke junkie. And I think we all know that stuff like rots your soul. (laughs) There's nothing redeeming about that. So most of the time now, I do drink water. But I'll be honest, I get bored with water. And I want something like a a little bit more interesting, a little bit more flavorful. So Edge is drink mix. It's a powder that you mix with water. And some of the things that kind of enticed me to be open to trying it, first, it is all natural, okay? So I'm not interested in any, uh, like, any of those crystal light drinks. Nope. For me, and it's okay if this is not your perspective, but for me, those are toxic. And I am already inadvertently exposed to tons of toxins, and I choose some toxins, right? I choose some toxins when I go out to eat or when I have a cocktail or when I go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard, right? I don't know how many of you guys grew up in an area where there's Dairy Queen, but that, that like, it's not, it's not my favorite soft serve ice cream. I would love to know, are you more of a soft serve ice cream person or, like, a regular hard ice cream, not soft serve person? Because, it's, it's a polarizing debate. I am team soft serve. I know you can't get as many flavors. Now we're going down a rabbit hole, but I love ice cream. So I'll go down the ice cream rabbit hole any day of the week. My point is that kind of stuff, diet drinks, that's not like the toxic kind of exposure I want to give myself. If I'm going to give myself toxic exposure, it's probably going to be like, I don't know, fish and chips or I don't even know why I said that. That was a pregnancy response <laughs> or Dairy Queen. Anyway, So it's all natural. That is very important to me. It is calorie free. And I'm not a calorie counter, but I will tell you that generally speaking, unless it's like a spicy margarita or a really amazing Bloody Mary or glass of red wine, I don't want to drink my calories. A lot of people feel differently. That's okay. Just telling you some of the things that drew me to this. I am much more of a um, eat my calories person. And again, I don't count calories, but if you were to say to me, like, um, oh gosh, I can't even think of a caloric beverage, like a chai latte, not worth it. It's just not worth it for me. I'd rather eat my calories. So it's all natural. It's calorie free. It's also caffeine free. That is huge for me right now. I used to be a total caffeine consumer you would fall over if I told you how much coffee I used to drink. I drink far less caffeine. Most of you know um, that I've been around for a while. I actually gave up caffeine for well over a year when I was pregnant with my daughter. And then while we were trying to conceive um, my son, who I'm currently extremely pregnant with. And I very recently started adding in one cup of coffee per day, but not more than that. So if this had caffeine in it, probably be a no-go for me right now right? Unless I was willing to swap out my coffee. So it's calorie-free, it's caffeine-free, it's all-natural. Of course, it's sugar-free, free free of artificial colors, free of artificial flavors, free of artificial sweeteners, and then, of course, gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, all of that kind of stuff. So those things were like, I'm open, I'm open. And then it comes down to, well, what is it supposed to do? Like, it's just a drink or does it have some sort of functional benefit? It absolutely has many functional benefits, which is what brought together the whole picture of like, I want to try it. I want to give it 30 days and see what it does for me. And after like literally the second day, first day was a bad day for me to start trying it because it was just a tough day in my personal life. But after the second day, I was already noticing a difference. So the way that it's sort of positioned, and when I say positioned, I mean the marketing speak, but we're going to break through all of that. It's positioned as targeting mood, motivation, and metabolism. but and, and for some people, that's all they need to hear. Like mood, motivation, metabolism, and it has no calories and it's all natural, done, sold. I need to know a little more than that. Like, okay, well, especially when you say metabolism, how? And I feel like for my friend that reached out to me in my DMs, you know, she's like, motivation, how? I want to know those things. And in fairness, the way that the way the positioning and the marketing is done, they don't want to bog it down with the science, which I get, I understand, I respect. My brain just doesn't work that way, and some of you guys, your brain doesn't work with the with the science and the facts and the data and all of that, and that's cool too, right? It, it's totally fine with me if you're like, I'm already done, <laughs> sign me up. Where do I get it? But for me, I wanted to uh, to dive into a little bit more. But first, let me tell you about. My own test run, so like I said, I got a thirty day supply um, before it even became available for purchase from anybody else to kind of go through it and i was a little I was a little wary of trying it when I did because I was trying it in the third trimester of my pregnancy when I was not sleeping well right so i'm already at a deficit with sleep i'm already at a hormonal disadvantage a little feeling a little wacky and a little just not not my best sharpest self so i kind of wondered am i even going to see an effect because of that is it going to kind of skew the results the very first thing that i noticed was more drive and i'll give you an example of, of kind of how I recognized it and what it looked like. So when I wake up in the morning and I do my sort of morning routine type stuff, I usually have to give myself a pretty substantial pep talk to dive into my work. I know what I need to do. It's clear. I'm not, I'm not uncertain of where to start because I journal really, um, in a lot of detail, but it kind of takes a little bit of prodding, like let's, all right, already, let's go, you know, like shut down whatever it is that you're doing on your computer or get over to your desk and like, let's get started. And I've noticed that same thing with workouts too. Like I kind of have to really do a lot of um, prodding myself to to get into the workout, to get started. And not the first day with Edge, because again, that was a tough day. I don't remember if it was what would have been Dagny's first birthday or if it was the anniversary of her death, but either it was one of those two days, and so I was just a little bit of a mess. But the second day, I noticed that instead of like, all right, Elizabeth, let's go. Come on. Get to work. Get to work. I was kind of itching to get into it. I forget what I was doing that wasn't work-related but I had this strong urge to stop doing it so that I could get to work. Then later that day, I noticed the exact same feeling. I describe it as drive, but I can totally see how somebody would use the word motivation as we all kind of feel and define these things differently. So I, it was time for me to work out and I was shifting from the last thing I was doing into the workout. And instead of being like, all right, here, come on, come on, let's go right now. The sooner you start, the sooner you're done. I was very much like, like pushing myself to get going. All right, let's go. Instead of, instead of having to like kind of pull myself and force myself, there was, a, there was an eagerness. There was a readiness that is not normally there. And I'll be very honest, day one, totally thought it was a fluke or some sort of placebo effect. But that continued. It continued with each time I drank it. And that that is very, very valuable to me to see the repeatability so that, you know, we no longer can chalk it up to, to just like having a particularly motivated day. It was a reliable um, outcome from having this. So that was the first thing that I noticed. A few days later, I, I want to say like day four, could have been day three, but but around that range, three to five days, I started noticing a decrease in my appetite. And it was so notable to me because I had been at a point in my pregnancy where I wanted to eat everything that wasn't nailed down, right? But it wasn't it wasn't the kind of decrease in appetite where, you know, I don't know, for for some of you who have been pregnant before, you might be able to relate to there is a point at which the baby gets so big that you're like, I just can't. I eat very much. It wasn't that. It wasn't that kind of feeling because baby was still not in the in the position to be really kind of competing for that space. It was just a satisfaction, right? It was a. It wasn't a. I want to eat, but I can't possibly eat anymore. It was like I'm good. I'm satisfied, and that too was very repeatable. I also noticed fewer cravings, which is remarkable for me in pregnancy. I typically have far, far, far more cravings than when I'm not pregnant. And so that was really interesting, and I wanted to understand that. I actually reached out to the chief science officer to understand what I needed to dive into to understand what that mechanism was, how that was happening. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But Those were the two big things that I noticed. There were a couple other little things, but these were two huge standout things over the course of a month. And I'll tell you, um, Chris didn't use it as regularly as I did because I wouldn't let him, (laughs) because I was rationing knowing that we weren't going to be able to get more for a little bit. Um, But he noticed that same drive thing, and he also noticed weight loss. I will say, too, in terms of weight loss, granted... I'm pregnant, so that wasn't, you know, a a big priority for me. But in the group of the 50 of us who were trying it out, a huge number of people noticed weight loss. And I'll tell you exactly why. Because whenever we talk about supplements and weight loss, I get a little, like, cringey in terms of, like, is that real? Is that just a hype thing? But these are people who are, you know, posting weights and measurements and pictures on a regular basis. So we're we're seeing the results. and, And I saw them right here in my home with my husband. All right. That's a little bit about my experience. It was enough to make me go when when pre-orders opened up, and it's no longer on pre-order. It's actually shipping right now, although they are forecasting that they might sell out uh, before the end of what month is this? April. So keep that in mind. And it is currently available in the USA only. Might as well say that before we get too far in, and people get crazy. Um. Oh, where was I going? I lost my train of thought. Anyway. Uh, that was enough for me when, oh yeah, when it went on presale, I ordered ten units <laughs> because, well, first I had told a couple people in international places that I would send them some, but also because I knew that between Chris and I, we would be we would be two scoop a day each, people maybe even three, so I wanted to make sure that we we had plenty for us. Anyway. The three ingredients, there's only three ingredients. And remember, this is all natural. So all three of these ingredients are coming from plants. The three ingredients are mango leaf, lychee fruit, and palm fruit. Now, some of you might be wondering, how can you have a product that just has three ingredients all coming from fruit, but there's no calories and no no sugar? That is because we're not just like taking these leaves and these fruits and throwing them in a blender and calling it the product we are taking specific components found in these fruits, okay? So we're not taking the pulp, we're not taking the leaves, we're taking specific components within them and utilizing those as active ingredients, All right? That's an important distinction. Mango leaf, lychee fruit, palm fruit. Each one of these is responsible for one of those three mechanisms, mood, motivation, metabolism. When we talk about metabolism... And I never go into detail like this on such a product, but I think because I've been so excited about it on previous podcast episodes, it's generated a lot of questions um, and I want to just dive into them. The lychee fruit is what is responsible for that metabolism component and why like my husband saw weight loss, why so many people in the trial group saw weight loss the component of the lychee fruit that we're talking about here that is used here in Edge is called oligonol. O-L-I-G-O-N-O-L for those of you that are like super geeky like me and you want to know exactly what we're talking about. Oligonol helps your body preferentially burn fat versus preferentially burning sugar. When I reached out to the chief science officer and I said, hey, I have been ravenously hungry for months and since starting EDGE, I have noticed a a very notable decrease in appetite, but not in like in a, a food aversion kind of way, in a satisfaction kind of way that feels really good. What is that about? What is that coming from? What he explained to me and then I did my own research and kind of backed it up, Very plainly, when your body makes this shift to preferentially, not exclusively, but preferentially burning fat... It is going to be sustained for longer. So you're going to see less of that return to a hunger state. You're going to see a prolonging of that satisfied state because fat is a slower burning fuel than sugar is. And I think that's why a lot of people refer to sugar as like the sugar monster and why when I was growing up, I would eat a bowl of cereal and like 20 minutes later, I would be hungry again or I would never feel satisfied to begin with. When we are preferentially burning fat, excuse me, it is a slower burning fuel, so it satisfies us for longer. The other thing that comes with that is an energy increase. Because, so a lot of people have asked me, like, what's the difference between edge and energy plus, which you've also heard me talk about on the podcast? Well, energy plus contains caffeine. So it has that sort of like stimulant, um, mechanism for energy. This isn't an energy product, but its metabolism component increases energy because you're not just relying on what you had for lunch. Your body is preferentially burning some of that body fat that you have. And that is going to be a more, um, a more vibrant fuel source that's going to sustain you for longer. And the couple of things that you're going to see from that are decreased appetite and increased energy, which I think is really great. Another thing that we know about oligonols is that they help decrease the stress hormone cortisol. That is huge for me. You guys know that I have battled with high cortisol since uh, everything we went through last year with my emergency C-section and then, you know, Two week, just two weeks later, um, the death of our daughter and everything after that with post-traumatic stress and all of that, my stress hormones have been way too high. Oligonols help to decrease cortisol. So I was like, yes, please on that. All right. So that is the lychee fruit and how the metabolism component works. Now, some of you guys want just the high level bottom line here on this. Others really like the science. I'm going to I'm going to satisfy both of you guys here. Palm fruit is the mood component. Okay. The mood component. The way this works is that the specific, uh, the specific components of palm fruit that we're using decrease, I'm sorry, increase BDNF by over 20%. Okay. So they increase BDNF by over 20%. Most of you are like, what the heck is BDNF? BDNF, stands for brain-derived nootropic factor, okay? Now, if you just want the high level and you don't want to get lost in the science, palm fruit improves your mood, okay? It improves brain function. The, The other side of this is the science side that explains what BDNF is and how it works. So if you just want the high level, palm fruit, mood, Improve your mood, good thing. Decrease depression, hurrah. BDNF, Brain Derived Nootropic Factor, it's a signaling protein. And it's found throughout the body, but it's found in highest concentrations in certain parts of the brain, all right? And the signaling protein, BDNF, it's part of a family of proteins that are really responsible for your neurons. And that is the health of your neurons. The improvement of your neurons, the development of new neurons, the death of crappy neurons, all of that. Signaling protein that has a big role in neuron function. When we talk about neurons in the brain, we're talking about like mental connections. So we're talking about our ability to focus, our ability to learn new things, our ability to stay engaged in a topic, all right? But we are also talking about mood because what we know is that individuals who have low levels of BDNF, low levels of this signaling protein, they have more depression and anxiety. So the palm fruit increases BDNF pretty substantially, right? These, these signaling proteins, they're also known as nootropic factors, and you probably have actually heard of that before. Um, nootropics, it is a newer, say, last five or ten years, newer class of supplements for cognitive performance and focus and mood and all of these kinds of things. So BDNF is concentrated in parts of the brain that are really about flow state and focus and drive and that sort of thing. And what we know is that palm fruit increases those things, all right? That can be part of, this is mood, but it also can be part of that motivation thing. I think when we are able to focus more, a lot of people can experience higher levels of motivation. So I think there's some crossover here between mood and motivation, but that is, the palm fruit component. Mango leaf is the third and final ingredient. And that's the one that they're associating with motivation, which I'm calling drive. Same, same. The cool thing about mango leaf is that it increases brain activity and changes the patterns of brain waves in a way that is very similar to caffeine. But it's not caffeine. All right? All right. Now, these brain wave patterns are the really important thing because if you've ever heard people talk about flow state, flow state is about getting to this, this type of brain wave that allows you to be really engaged. That when you have these particular brain waves, you're less likely to be uh, distractible. You're less likely to multitask. You're in the zone. And we see the shifting of brainwave patterns to that kind of flow state engaged place with mango leaf, all right? That is why I think a lot of people experience this this drive and this sense of like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm in it. I'm not as distracted. I'm more motivated. And then that is, again, combined with the fact that we are improving the function and the development of neurons in our brain with the palm fruit, right? So it's sort of like a one-two punch. And those are the only three ingredients. So we've got those three plant-based ingredients. It's caffeine-free. It's sugar-free. It's calorie-free. There's not artificial colors. There's not artificial flavors. There's not artificial sweeteners. There's no gluten, no dairy, all of that kind of stuff. It's um, it's kind of a watermelon flavor. It well, no, it is a watermelon flavor, uh, and it's a bright pink color. There is a tiny amount of naturally derived xylitol in there as a as a sweetener. But and I don't tend to like really sweet things. Chris hates really really sweet things, and we both thought that it was that it was nicely flavored and sweetened. But keep in mind too that it's easy to adjust flavor intensity and sweetness intensity with just water, right? How much water? If you want it uh, more flavorful and sweeter, less water. If you want it more diluted, more water. That's kind of, that's kind of the jam. So a lot of people were asking about, you know, um, how can you have these three fruit ingredients without having any calories? I think we tackled that question. Um, I loved the question about how is it that that a supplement can impact motivation and drive? I think we tackled that question as well. Um, some people were asking what the difference is between... Edge and something like Energy Plus or a cup of coffee? I think we answered that question. This does not have any caffeine and it just works by very different natural mechanisms. Now, not everybody is a supplement person. That's fine. For a long time, I wasn't. Now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I'll take all the help I can get. Yes, please. Right? I know for sure Not everybody is looking for this solution, but I also know that a lot of people are, especially when it comes to things like controlling appetite. That was one of my biggest hurdles, I think, when I first started losing weight was I just felt hungry all the time. Yes, I understood that my body probably didn't need more fuel, but I really truly felt like my hunger returned really quickly. And a lot of that was dietary, right? There's undeniably a ton we can do to moderate hunger and cravings from a diet perspective. And I've done dozens of episodes on that. So if you're curious, check those out. But it's also great to know that there are some natural ingredients that we can take in supplement form that are going to help with that. And Sometimes just adding something new to the routine is what we need to kind of get reengaged. And and there's it's kind of like how getting new workout shoes can sometimes help you work out more regularly. I think that can often be true with something like this whether it is the introduction of say bulletproof coffee if that's your thing or it's a new supplement. They can help in the same sort of ways. So Since I got so many questions about it, I wanted to kind of dive deeper here so that it's a place I can point people to when they have questions. Not for everybody. That's totally fine. I will put the link where you can learn more, where you can check it out in the um, description for this show. I'll also put a code you can use to save $10 uh, if it is your first order. I'll put that in the show description as well. I did hear, so orders are shipping right now. It is no longer on pre-order status. It is live, but I did hear that there is a chance they could go on back order towards the end of the month. So I went and I bought more for myself. I just want to put that out there to you guys that if you're really excited about this, and if you're not, you're probably not listening anymore, but if you're really excited about this, I would say, jump on it, get one, get two. The other important thing for me to share is that they do have a 30-day money-back guarantee because they believe wholeheartedly in the quality of their products. So 30-day money-back guarantee. If 10, 15, 20 days in, you're not satisfied, you can get your money back. I always like to know those kinds of things. Um, I think you're really going to love it. I want to know what you think about it. I told Chris, I was like, this is coming with us to the hospital when we have baby, like it's super safe for pregnant women and nursing women. And I just can't wait to have it back in my system because from when I got my 30 day trial sample to when my, my own units shipped there's a little bit of a gap there. Uh, (laughs) I am so pumped to have it back. I know Chris is really pumped too. I want to have a place where I can point people to if and when they have questions. And I wanted to make sure that I was thoroughly answering your questions, not just in like a short social media response or email reply. So hopefully this does that. I'll put all the links in the show description. If you have any other questions, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. And then we'll be back to our normally scheduled Saturday and Monday shows. I hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.